Welcome to ETFs in Context. I'm Helen Hayes, head of iShares Canada. While global investors have been laser-focused on the macro environment, BlackRock sees important structural forces beyond the current economic cycle that could shape our societies and the longer-term investment horizon in a much more meaningful way. And the impact of those forces may be felt sooner than many investors appreciate. Today, I'm joined by Jeff Spiegel, U.S. Head of BlackRock Thematic International and Sector ETFs to discuss investment opportunities in AI, the transition to a lower carbon economy, and mega forces in our ever-changing world. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks for having me, Helen. Always excited to talk about the mega forces, not just transforming the way we invest, but the way we live our lives. In the mid-year outlook, the BlackRock Investment Institute highlighted five mega forces. Long-term structural trends BlackRock believes are poised to create big shifts in profitability across economies and sectors. In your view, what are some of the major trends beyond the current economic cycle that could impact the way people live and invest next year and in the next decade ahead? And what are the implications for investment portfolios? So the BlackRock Investment Institute came out with these five mega forces that we're excited about, but it's actually important to note These are forces that we're focused on across the firm, active investors, alternative investors, index investors, and the five areas that we think investors have to be paying attention to all around the world are first, digitalization and artificial intelligence. This goes beyond AI. Think about cybersecurity. Think about semiconductors. Second, demographic divergence. The world is aging rapidly and roughly the next decade or so, we're going to see more grandparents in the world than grandchildren for the first time in history climate transition. This is another major area of focus for investors, clean energy, electric vehicles, the future of finance, disintermediation and things like payments. And then of course, geopolitics and economic competition. We live in a more fractured world than ever. And investors need to be cognizant of that in their portfolio. Yeah, it's amazing. Mega forces are really driving investment opportunities around the world. Jeff, one of the big themes of this year has been AI. We can't turn on the television, open a newspaper without a headline around AI. What kind of impact will AI really have on portfolios? And what has the impact of this been so far? Well, first of all, I appreciate you asking me that question instead of just typing it into ChatGPT. Um, You know, (laughs) the AI impact is the real deal. One of the questions that I get asked quite a bit around the country, around the world is, is this just another fad? Um, Is everyone excited about this in ways they might have thought about self-driving vehicles when in 2015, Elon Musk told us we'd all be in self-driving cars by 2018, Uh, or when Mark Zuckerberg told us more recently that we'd all be in the metaverse doing all of our meetings. Those are really exciting technologies and they are coming, but there's a key difference between them and artificial intelligence. When ChatGPT and these other large language models came out at the end of last year, the technology was ready. All we needed was adoption. That's the difference here. The technology is ready and anyone who's used BARD, ChatGPT, or the various other generative AI large language models has already seen how powerful they are from a general purpose perspective. But we're only in the early innings because what's next is more specialized implementations for artificial intelligence. So, you know, you might have a lawyer today asking ChatGPT to help with a contract or a marketer asking it to come up with a slogan. But increasingly, we're going to see these AIs trained on specific data, often private data, and then specialized specifically for lawyers or specifically for marketers. We're in the early innings. The technology is here. Now it's just a question of adoption, which, by the way, is already incredibly rapid. ChatGPT, as a consumer piece of software, was the fastest to get to a million and about the fastest to get to 100 million users. 
AI is here, AI is the real deal. And that has a range of implications, in particular for semiconductors, which you can think of as one of the key inputs into artificial intelligence, the uh, picks and shovels, if you will. And so when we think about an ETF like XCHP, the iShares Semiconductor Index ETF, it's a way for investors to gain access to really one of the key underpinnings of artificial intelligence and the growth that we're going to see in it. Yeah, you know, it, it is amazing as, as we think about how people should be um, investing on a go forward basis and certainly from a job skills perspective. Switching gears a little bit now, Jeff, I'm wondering if we can talk about the energy transition. It continues to be top of mind. Certainly from a Canadian perspective, we think about transition metals. What progress are you seeing be made and what must happen to really move to a lower carbon economy? When we think about the transition broadly, we're largely focused on things like carbon emission. And two of the ways that we know are really critical to reduce carbon emissions are to move towards clean energy solutions like solar and wind power, but also things like electric vehicles. Um, these are going to be two major components of a successful energy transition. And there's some key inputs that we're fully aware of are important in both of these areas. We call them transition metals. So these are sort of the new key inputs into the future of the transition. And I'll give you some examples. Lithium is critical if we're going to have a future of electric vehicles with powerful enough batteries that have a long enough charge to get us where we're going and get adoption to really work in electric vehicle space around the world. So lithium is this critical input and it's a limited input. Uh, about 98% of lithium production comes from South America and Australia. Getting access to this finite resource is a real area of growth potential for investors who believe that electric vehicles and battery technology have to improve as we think about the transition. And then copper is another great example. Copper is a critical input in some of what we talked about in terms of wind turbines and solar panels, and similarly, limited supply concentrated in particular geographies. So for investors who want to capture these opportunities, XCLEAN, XCLN is our ETF that focuses on clean energy. And then XETM, a newer ETF that we've launched, focuses on transition metals. So you could capture some of the power generation opportunities, but then similar to how we discussed with semiconductors, some of the picks and shovels or key inputs with XETM getting access to those transition metals like lithium and like copper. Yeah. And, you know, Jeff, you make a really important point. I think what's a key differentiator for XETM in the Canadian marketplace is the fact that it's got such a heavy weighting to nuclear. And nuclear is now being recognized as a key part of the transition to a lower uh, carbon world. So when you consider XCTM within your portfolio, you're getting significant exposure to copper as well as to uranium. Actually, the megaforces themselves have a major impact on our economies and therefore uh, interest rates and inflation. So increasingly, we're living in a more inflationary world because of geopolitics and economic competition, because of transformations in our supply chain. But other megaforces really present solutions to some of these problems. So two that really come to mind, artificial intelligence, as we already talked about, can massively increase productivity around the world. That's disinflationary. That can help us balance these geopolitical dynamics that are happening out there. You know, we also think about demographic divergence. Some parts of the world are getting older. That requires that greater productivity for economies to keep growing in a non-inflationary manner. AI certainly comes to mind but also thinking about the emerging markets that are out there that have much more favorable demographics. And as they get more productive, what's the impact on the world economy of that? So 
innovation writ large um, is one of the things we've talked about really across the board, right? Be it clean energy, be it artificial intelligence, be it transition metals, and across these mega forces. And, and one ticker I would sort of be remiss if I didn't highlight uh, would be XQQU, which is sort of our ticker that enables investors to think about innovation broadly, to not have to identify or choose between clean energy or AI or transition metals, but to really think holistically about opportunities and innovation that are going to impact the economy around the world and be driven by these very powerful mega forces that we've discussed today. Thank you so much for your time today, Jeff. I think it was a really insightful conversation. Pleasure to be with you. Mega forces are driving investment opportunities from the rewiring of globalization, the transition to a low carbon economy, the future of finance, shifting demographics, AI, and tech. For more information about our thematic ETF suite or to access more ETF insights, please visit rbciShares.com. Have a great day.